You're listening to the Chapel Students Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Chapel Students Podcast. This is the place to be if you are a student, a teenager. We're so glad you're stopping by to check out the pod. This is, get this, season two, episode one. This is the first episode of our brand new season of the podcast. It's a new year. Why not start with a new season? It's just incredible. And man, it's January. We are in the middle of 21 days of prayer, and it has been insane so far. We just had motion night last night, all about prayer, going over the Lord's Prayer. I mean, what an exciting, what better way to start the year off right than with prayer and fasting. I can't think of a better way. I'm so, so glad you're here. Hopefully you had a great Christmas, a great break. You're getting back into the routine of school and sports practices and all the things. I know right here we just started school this week and then bam, school's canceled or has a two-hour delay because of wind and rain. I mean, it's insane what's happening around here right now. And speaking of what's happening around here right now, steel is going up on the building. Can't even believe. Yesterday at the end of the day, I went outside. There were like seven beams up, and I came in this morning, and there are so many more. You're starting to be able to see the shape of the hallway and the corridors and the lobbies and everything. You can finally imagine what this building's going to look like. It's so cool. I just love looking outside and seeing the progress being made on the building. So if you haven't been here in a while, or maybe you don't even go to our church, man, swing by the chapel and see all that God is doing. It's just marvelous. It's so cool to see with our very own eyes and hear all the winds and cool stories about how God is moving in our church and in our community. I love it. I I absolutely love it. And you are going to love today's episode Episode one, season two, and we've got none other than the one, the only, the coolest. We've got Letty in the house. Letty, (laughs) good morning. How are you doing? Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Like the one, the only, the coolest. Absolutely. What an intro. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here. And we tried to do this like a month ago and it didn't work. And then Christmas got in the way. That sounds so bad. Christmas didn't (laughs) get in the way, but Christmas was insane. And just, you know, right now there's a lull in just what's going on around here. So we were able to squeeze you in. Just, I mean, you've got less than a week now. So you could be doing a thousand things, but you're here. That's so, I I really appreciate that because I know your schedule has got to be crazy right now. It is a bit crazy, like trying to get everything together and And get it all in. Get it all in, see everyone, and then like pack as well. Because I'm like packing up my whole life, basically. Yeah, and you always leave with more than you brought. Yeah, so I came with one big suitcase, and I'm like, I need a second one. I need to pay for a second one because it's so (laughs) much stuff. Did you have to buy? You have to buy a new suitcase while you're here, or you didn't bring a second one? I didn't bring a second one, so I had to buy one while I'm here, and then. Pay for another one with my airline, so it's it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. What else are you doing in the next like week while you're still here? What other cool things are like? Are you doing anything cool, or is it all local stuff? I mean, it's all local stuff, which I can just, still be cool. But yeah, I just came back from New York. That was like the big trip. Yes, I wanted to make sure you went to New York. If you still hadn't gone, I was gonna be like Emma. We've got to take her. What'd you do while you were there? I mean, I went on a helicopter ride, um, seeing everything. We went to Broadway shows. We we did a lot. Like it was a did lot. Did you go to the new World Trade Center? Did you go? We did. Did you go, go to the top? No. Okay, but you saw top, it. But I saw it. And it's so yeah. cool. Yeah, and the new build, I think it's called the Oculus. Yeah, um, the Oculus. Yep. Yeah, that was really that, like, pretty. That white museum yeah. with the cool, like, it looks yeah. like bones, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's such a cool museum. Yeah, that was so cool. Took the subway, yep. which we don't have in South Africa. So I was okay. like, whoa, that is It's crazy, right? Oh, it's interesting <laughs> is, the, is, like, putting it kindly. <laughs> it's crazy down yeah, there. Yeah, it was interesting. Then we did Times Square. Which awesome. Was a lot. It it's was so bright. Did you go at night? Yeah. We yeah. went during okay, the day good. and at night and it was like too much to take in. But it's so it stimulating. Great. You're yeah. just like <laughs> and people everywhere and you're like, what is happening? What time at night did you go? Like regular time or like late? We went around eight before okay. a Broadway show. Okay. And then afterwards at like ten, eleven. It's 
always crazy there. You could be there at like three in the morning and yeah. you're like, what are we all doing here? We should be sleeping. Dude. So many people. And I'm like a farm kind of girl. Okay. So New York was a lot. Oh, me. okay. Like after two days, I was like, I'm ready to go back. Ready to go. To like I mean, it is. It's one of my favorite places. Any New chance York? I have a chance to go, I just love it. I love like the smells, the sights. There's something to always look at. Mm. And I feel like when you're there, you're just like, everyone wants to be here where I am right That's now. True. Except for you. You wanted to leave. So <laughs> yeah. did you see like the Empire State Building, Statue of Liberty? Yeah, we saw all that from the helicopter. Okay, from the helicopter. Yeah, yeah. We saw oh, all that. That's yeah. such a smart way to see everything. Kinda. Yeah, it was so cool. Like my host mom arranged the whole thing. I love that. Like this is the coolest thing I've ever done. Like Did, so cool. Uh, was it like what you have read about or seen in movies or online where you like, New York, I got to see it. And then you're there, you're like, this is exactly like it or it's nothing like it or it was way more than I expect. Like, what was it like for you in it your mind? It was way more than okay. I expected. Like, growing up, you see these things on TV, especially mm-hmm. being South African. Like, I saw this a lot on TV and everywhere. And then now I come here and I'm there and I'm like, oh my goodness this is like so much more than i expected like it's a lot the colors the streets everything the people the smells cultures. sounds yeah, everything so much but it was it was great that's cool did I you did what show did you see on broadway uh aladdin oh that's yeah. so cool it was so they got the flying carpet in there like, how did you do that? You guys saw, so or cool. you saw a real broad. I haven't seen a Broadway show. I've only seen Broadway like on tour. Like they mm. tour around the Lion King. Oh yeah. And yeah, I've yeah. seen that here in Richmond. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> and I've never seen it like live in Broadway. So you, yeah. I live yeah. here, and you've done that before <laughs> me. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Man. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh. Any. All right. So everything else. That's kind of like a big thing you've done. Yeah. Are you staying local for the rest of the week? Like. Yeah. Mini I am. Things? I'm seeing like. My seventh grade girls tonight. We're yeah, having dinner. that's so cool. Where are you going? Uh, to this Mexican place in Woodlake. I don't know it. Great. Yeah, and then I'm meeting my small group friends on Saturday. Love that. For oh, yeah, I saw well. Tessie. Tessie said yeah. that they were taking you guys out. You're taking you out to yeah. dinner too. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, that's Saturday. so. Cool. Where are you going on that? Where is that going? Uh, Problemo. Oh, I'm obsessed. Like that's my cool. favorite place. Yeah, so love that. That's what we're doing. Wow. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. So okay. You, so you mentioned, so this whole podcast, everyone, so you might not have had a chance to meet Letty. You might have seen her around, but like, you know, unless you were really a seventh grade girl or like someone her age, you might not have gotten a chance to yeah. spend time with her. So this is just an opportunity to get to like know her before she's gone and hear about just her culture, her life, her, her walk with the Lord that like brought her everything. So you mentioned you're from South Africa. Yeah. So first of all, I don't know. How do you say your last name? Sketana. Okay, that's what I thought, but I didn't want to. I, I thought it was Katana, so that's right. <laughs> yeah. Or is that just like sound like the lame American way of saying it? You had a little that's... bit of like a, a like a, a accent on that, so yeah. I, I messed that up. And Lady is not my full name. Um, What's your full name? My full name is Nyeleti Sketana, which translates to star. Like my full name translates to star. But I go by Lady because even back home, a lot of people struggle to pronounce my full name. Um, so, Letty is so, that's so well, well, your full name is so pretty, but even Letty is pretty, and it's like a nice little like nickname. It like is it's nice. it's cute. I my like full it. name is Kevin John Julian the Second, but <laughs> so I just go by KJ, and that's so much easier. I wouldn't have guessed that. It's not as cute as Letty, but it works, and yeah. it's my dad's name. So instead of just mm. having two Kevin Johns running around, it was just you're Kevin John and yeah, you're KJ. KJ. Yeah, it was just okay. easier. Okay, so how old are you? I'm 22. I'll be 23 next week, Thursday. So your birthday back home. Yeah. Excited. Well, that'll be kind of fun. Get to like yeah. spend that with friends and family and people. Yeah. My family especially. Yeah. I love um, that. It will be great. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So you're turning 23. Yeah. And um, you're from South Africa. Where in South Africa? So I'm from a little town called Zanin in Limpopo. And then I moved to... Cape Town for college. So I've been in Cape Town for the past like four years. And then now, well, I'm here. So You're here. Yeah. So is this for school that you're here? No, it's an exchange program. So I'm an au pair. Yes. And yeah. So okay. So for those who don't know, and I'm not referring to myself because I know what an au pair does, but for <laughs> teens who might not know, what is an au pair? What do they do? An au pair is basically a live-in nanny and you 
take care of the kids. It's more for the cultural exchange, like experience, like you want to experience America with a family and what everyday life would be like. And you get to do the au pairing yeah, while you're here. While I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. So I just watch the kids, spend time with the family. I become part of the family. Basically. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so uh, you stay with a family from the church or no? No, they go to a different church. So they don't even go here. So how'd no. you find us here? Um, on Instagram. So what? <laughs> yeah. No way! That's so cool. Okay, tell me about that. I found you guys on Instagram. So Ms. Gano. Yes. Yeah, I found him on my explore page. Uh, Does he know that? I don't think so. Ms. Gano, you know that now. <laughs> oh my gosh! You found Ms. Gano on your explore yeah, page. What did he then, post? Do you um, remember? Some film thing. <gasps> yeah, and I was really, in, I'm really into like film and photography and all that. Oh, so, film! I foam. thought you said foam, and oh, I was like, no, oh, the foam, foam frenzy! You got to see it. No, okay, you yeah, film. Yeah, 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 he did. He's like really great at all the film stuff and yeah, drone stuff. Yeah. He's good at that. So I'm really into that, and I saw that he was in the Richmond area, and a Christian as well. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna follow him, see if I can find like what to do in this area. And then he posted first Wednesdays on his story. And I saw it and I was like, okay, I'm not doing anything today. I saw it at like 1 p.m. during the day. So I was like, I'm not doing anything tonight. I might as well go to this first Wednesday thing Shut at this up. church. And I showed up and I sat in the overflow. So like, like out in the main lobby out there? Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is, this is a lot. Um, yeah. And then since then, I kind of came back on the Sunday and then I've been coming back. Since. So was that like June or July, like, bef- like how soon before motion conference was that? Cause that was your first, like, bam, I'm in, like I'm yeah. doing motion conference. So that was like beginning of May. I think the first Wednesday in May. Okay. Yeah. That was when I came here. And then I joined um, Thrive with David okay, and Morgan. Yep. Yeah, and they kind of got me plugged in and pulled me in. And David was the one who actually said I should volunteer with Motion. Motion. Yeah, because I was like, I'm, it's for students. I'm not going to go. I don't know. I don't yeah, know yeah. anyone, you know? So David was like, no, you should sign Motion up. Is, Motion team is such an easy way to meet people. Like it when is. people are just brand new or like your age, it's like you'll meet people, you'll meet students, yeah. you'll meet other young adults your age. Yeah. And it's just like a ton of fun. Like on Wednesday nights, just goofing off with everyone so it is super fun what an awesome way for you to just find community so quickly yeah no way so much fun. and I've, i had been struggling to find a church before that because when did you get here in january wow so yeah. you've just been poking around for like five months yeah i'd been visiting a bunch of different churches and i'd give it a month you know like yeah yeah you wouldn't just go one time. yeah absolutely yeah but i was just not getting what i know i can get out of a church because i come from a really good church community back home so when I finally found Chapel, I was like, thank you, Lord, for answering. And Chapel was my last one. Like, I told God, I was like, this is the last church that I'm trying. If this doesn't work out, I'm done for the <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yeah. doing this anymore. You know? Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad I found Chapel. So you've really been here a year, but you've only been here since, like, May or so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. So you jumped on the motion team and then your first like, I get so because I just remember you coming around at conference. Yeah, that was my first thing with motion. Like wow. first thing with students. And when I signed up, I thought Debbie would have me like packing chairs. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm happy to like, you know, give the kids ice cream, whatever. I'm happy to do anything. You know, and then she's like, oh, yeah, you're going to lead a small group with Gracie. I was like, oh, okay, okay, we're doing this. Wow. Yes. That's right. Yeah, I was thrown right in there. Wow. I might have been a part of that decision if I remember because I was like, oh, you know what? She's new. Let's put her with Gracie because Gracie will make sure she just doesn't drown. Like, (laughs) that's so good. That was smart. Thank you. Way to go, Gracie. Way to go. Thank you, Gracie. (laughs) Oh, that's so cool. That makes my just heart smile so big. Okay, so then you're at Motion Conference and you've just never left. You're always here. You're always around. Yeah, always. I love it. Like, back home, I would serve... At church, like I was at church three, four times a week. I don't do anything else. You know, I'm always at church. I do church. I love building like the church, you know. So when I finally got into motion and then I realized I can be at church like on Wednesday and on Sunday and I can do all these things. I was like, yes, sign me up and I will be there every single time, no matter what's happening during my day or in my life. Wow. Yeah, so I've, I love it. I've well, loved it. let's stop talking about our church and talk about yours. So you say you're at church all the time. Tell me about your church. What's your church like at home? Like, 
have you grown up in, well, before we tell, tell us about your church now, did you always grow up in church? Like, how did you meet the Lord? Like, what has your faith journey been like? Oh, yeah. So my grandparents were pastors okay. um, of like a small church. So I grew up in a village. And the church was more like the Baptist kind. The pace was kind of like a Baptist church. Where was the village? In Danin, in Limpopo. Okay. Yeah, very small. I only asked because I went to, I don't know if I told you that I've been to South Africa. Yeah, yeah. And I went to Kayamundi. Oh, yeah, in Western Cape. Is that where that is? Yeah, that's so far from like. Okay, where so I it's grew not up. okay, so it's not close to you at all. <laughs> no, no. I gave no. a message in like a I like gave a sermon in a, like a village there. Yeah. On like some random night, and I just was curious. I didn't know if that was like near. Oh where, no, that's okay. like so far. But Different. you have an idea of what a village is like. Yes. And how I mm-hmm. grew up. Yeah. So my mom had me while she was in college, and she left to finish college and work, and I was raised by my grandparents. And they were pastors, so I had to go to church. Like, all my family's believers. So we went to church. I grew up in the church. Um, and then around 13, 14, I was like, okay, I don't know about this Jesus thing. I'm just going to go off and do my own thing and see, you know, what I find. Wow. I didn't find anything. It was, like, so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find anything. Take notes, students. There's, yeah, there's it's not nothing. worth it. <laughs> Yeah, and then at 15, I gave my life to Christ um, when I moved back to stay with my mom after my grandfather passed. Mm. And then I gave my life to Christ, but I was still trying to figure it out. I'm a teenager. It was so confusing. But yeah, I started going to church, serving um, in the youth ministry, and I was on the worship team as well. Like I could sing yeah, a no little. doubt. Yeah, I bet you. Yeah, could. <laughs> yeah, I can only sing a little. Sure, I bet you're just amazing. yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and then I did that, and then when I moved to Cape Town for college, I was still trying to like figure it out as well. And then I went to Hillsong in Cape Town. Um, that's does Jonah kind of... does does Jonah or Emma or anyone know that? No. No. Wow. <laughs> no. You know, Jonah, jo- do you know Jonah? No. Okay, Jonah was the guy who played, uh, he played bass last night. Um, he's Pastor Jason's son. Mm. And then um, uh, Danny, the guy who played guitar last night, yeah. they both went to, so Hillsong College was at conference. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I saw him. So yeah. they both they yeah. both played at conference um, this summer. So oh, yeah, they were so... they're at the California one. Ah, yeah. So I went to Hillsong in Cape Town. No That's way. how I got introduced to like kind of the Hillsong type of church. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I was there for a little bit and in 2020 I got baptized at a summer fest at Hillsong. Wow. And then that kind of never looked back. Like once I got baptized I was like yeah, I'm a Christian. I'm doing this for real. And then COVID happened and during COVID I was so obsessed with like studying the Bible and that's pretty much how we got here. <laughs> How, what was COVID like for you while you were there? Was it like did the all of South like did your area shut down like crazy? Did churches close? Yeah. Did your like did everything kind of stay active and your church stayed open and there were activities? Like what was that like? Everything shut down. Okay. Like, everything shut down and I had to leave Cape Town and go back home. Um my mom mm. works for the National Defense Force in South Africa. So she had to go away for the year for work. Wow. And so it was just me and my little brother at home. How old is, how much how much older are you than he is? I'm seven years older than him. Okay. Yeah, so you were so, kinda like, yeah, helping watch him take care yeah, of him. Like yeah, he was big in time. like the sixth grade or something. So I was helping him homework, feeding, everything basically. And God really, really, like finding God and getting baptized in that moment, in that year, it helped me so much because Come I on. was struggling with like, I had my own college work to do because um, they moved everything online. And so I was still doing that. I was taking yeah, care they of did. him. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then I was so obsessed with the Bible. I started watching sermons like online and started studying the word a lot. I learned what it means to worship, how to worship and... Yeah, I really got into that, and I kind of never looked back. That's when I started sharing my faith online as well. Yeah. Yeah, with other people, and that kind of also took a life of its own and grown. So, yeah, that was COVID. What a gift you are to us because of your investment in yourself and, like, diving into that. You've been able to lead. Like, that's so crazy. God is so nuts. Yeah. Like, you're going through all that three, four years ago. And then you've been able to use what you learned in a dark COVID season to help bless seventh graders mm-hmm. here who were in like third grade back then. <laughs> like you wouldn't, you wouldn't have known. No. You weren't thinking of them. You weren't even thinking of being here. No. And now here you are. And like the lessons you've learned and the ways that God has like shaped you and molded you and uh, like formed you 
uh, you've been able to pass on to students on the other side of the planet. It's That's, amazing. How cool is that? I wouldn't even have thought of it because in the moment it felt like, I don't know, it was just a lot for me because my mom wasn't there. And then I became super Christian. I started losing friends. Mm. Um, and they were like, yeah, you are like a Jesus freak. So you Let's talk much. about that real quick because I know that that's something that students deal with yeah. where they're like, I'm afraid to jump into this head first because if I do, people are going to make fun of me, have yep. stuff to say about me abandon me, mm-hmm. not want to be my friend anymore. What did you learn through that? What, what advice would you give students listening about that right now? Um, firstly, it is going to happen. Like if you're afraid that it's going to happen, it most likely will happen that mm. people abandon you and like people switch up on you. But I don't know. It's worth it. Like my advice would be whatever you're trying to do with God, it's worth it. Choosing God is worth it. Like going with God is always worth it right now looking at it in hindsight i am so grateful that i stuck it out like there were nights where i would even call my mom crying because i didn't have a single friend there was no one i was talking to how old are you then um like 19 yeah Yeah. so you're like a senior junior in high school yeah age figuring this out yeah so i was like it's painful i would call my mom and cry i was like this is, i'm lonely i'm alone it's sad like yes god is with me yes the holy spirit is in me but you know i could use someone to watch a movie with. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know just something so simple as yeah. you know just go grab a coffee or like go grab a mcdonald's with yeah something exactly, so simple but exactly. you didn't have anyone i didn't but i was like you know i will stick it out like now looking at it in hindsight it's totally worth it like you will never ever regret choosing god and seeking god and running after god ever and god did so much for me than any friend could have done for me especially like mentally i've dealt with so much with my family and you know death and all these things god did so much for me and is still doing so much for me than any friend could have ever done for me Mm. and he restores like now i have the best friends i have the best community even when coming here i was scared that i wouldn't find anyone but because God is God, you know, I mm. found my chapel people and I have the best community. And now it doesn't matter that I was crying so much back then. Man, that's so true. Yeah. And it's hard to see that he'll take care of you in that way Yeah. when you're in it. But the cool thing is, too, is like now you've gone through this. So then you went through it then. Then you come to the stage. And you're like, am I going to find it again? And you're like, God was faithful in the past. Exactly. He knows what I need. Like yeah. he'll... He'll give me my, you know, if I'm going to reference last night, my daily bread. <laughs> yeah. He will take care of me. Mm-hmm. And he, like, he did. He showed up and, you know, even more so than you probably could have asked for. That's true. And that's, yeah, because God is God. That's such <laughs> a funny way of saying that. But, like, he he just did. Yeah. Man, that's so awesome. Do, um, uh, what do you, hmm, what do you do? back home like for work do you have a job do you have uh are what are you studying or like are you in school are you studying for something like you're an au pair here now but like when you get back home what are you doing uh so <laughs> i'm going to work okay officially starting like my big girl job okay <laughs> in finance congratulations <laughs> let's go come on <laughs> yeah my undergrad was in finance and accounting and i did that and then now i'm going back to kind of work yeah and i want to continue my studies as well um maybe do like an mba or something Mm -hmm. i don't know still trying to figure it out but definitely going to work um going back into church kind of want to focus a lot more on like my social media as well just give that a shot you have a cool aesthetic on on social media like the vibe is strong <laughs> I try like it looks good <laughs> I try thank you yeah it's very evident that you try like you yeah. definitely put your best foot forward and it's like oh I want to follow this yeah this makes <laughs> sense like yeah I do try so I think God is calling me to that I've been feeding it for a good year now and I think it's time I actually give it's just scary because I don't know it's so uncertain like I don't know what could happen but I just, I think a month ago, I got to like 50,000 followers on TikTok. So I was like, okay, maybe this is something I should actually take seriously. Wow. Yeah. And the podcast that I started like three months ago, it had like over 10,000 listeners in 15 countries. And I was like, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. Man, come on. Yeah. So I was like, okay, maybe this is something I should take Yeah, you might have seriously. tapped into something there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. come on. Yes. Yeah, Man, so that's wanna, so cool. I'm going to give that a shot for uh, real. You should do that. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. And there's so such cool technology where you can like interview 
you know, you can talk to people back here at like in Richmond, yeah. like, you know, over a, a video thing or, a, you know, I did a podcast with a counselor in Atlanta early on in this oh, wow. and uh, sh- we had this program and it like sounded like she was sitting right where you are. And it yeah. was, I mean, you can do anything now. So that's yeah. so cool. So it is cool. I'm excited. Man, come on. Yeah. Um, what is your church like? So going back to that, what is oh, your yeah. church like now? The one that you go to, tell us about that. Cause many of us will never ever see it. But we know it here, but how's it? I think all the students and adults, parents listening to this now know what this is like. How does this, like, does this feel the same like your church at home? Is it a little different? How is it the same? How is it different? Tell us about it. Um, It's a little different, but it's pretty much the same. Like, the vibe, the music, the culture is pretty much the same. But it's a little different in that we don't have a big, like, student ministry like you guys have here. We have a big young adult and, like, college okay. students ministry. Because, Is it near the school? Yeah. So okay. a lot of college students go there. Um, so it's different in that way. We don't have, like, a big youth ministry like you guys do here. But it's pretty much the same. Like, everything else is basically the same does uh does it oh what was i gonna say shoot does it feel do do they do multiple campuses like in south africa are there churches that have multiple places like that is your church one of those churches like that they have a big the main campus is in pretoria and then another one in bloemfontein and then we have campuses all around like south africa i think in cape town there's about 11 campuses the church whoa yeah so it's it's a pretty big church that's a big church yeah it's a pretty big church but it doesn't feel like it It feels small because of the community like they're very very big on community you know so it feels small it feels like it's not that many people oh i love that that's so important that's yeah. so important as churches get bigger to still let people feel like you're like, no, you're not just a number here. Like, we see you. We know when yeah. you're not here. We miss you. Like, we know your name. Like, that's all very important. Yeah. Does all your family go to that one location or does people go, do family members go all over? Oh, no. My mom doesn't. So, my mom goes to a different church back home because Cape Town is like so far away from her home. It's like a four hour drive and then a two hour flight. So, super far from home. So, I didn't go to my mom's church. My mom has a church at home and it also has a campus in Cape Town. But it was just not my vibe when I went there. So, I kind of, I'm the only one in my family who goes to my church. Okay. My mom goes to a different church at home. And then my little brother goes to a different church because his friends from school go to a different church yeah, so okay. he wants to go with his friends from school wow and then my mom goes to her own church as well so we're all in like different churches yeah wow so do you um do you feel like uh if we talk students for a sec yeah what is the what are the differences or similarities between some of the like the student like student culture here in America that you've seen here at least in Virginia in Richmond and like teenage culture in South Africa, like are are our students similar to students back home? Are they not? Are are they into the same things, same shows? Do they say the same slang? Like, do you see the same trends happening here that you see at home, or no? I don't know. No, I don't. I think there's so much to be exposed to in the U.S. as compared to back home. So I feel like the what the students here would normally talk about or like what they watch is different from what students back home mm-hmm. would, you know, watch or listen to or talk about. So mm-hmm. I think because of the level of exposure and how developed the U.S. is, like most students here drive to school. Um, that's not a thing back home. Really? No, like, no. Unless you go to like some super duper fancy school. But for 90% of the schools... Do they get a ride or do they get a, ride the bus? Yeah, there's the bus and then there's shuttles. Like, the, ma- the main form of transport to go to school is a shuttle. My whole high school, I took a shuttle to school. Like a... Like, is, what is a shuttle? Like a city bus? Yeah. You just go to a big city bus stop and just <laughs> right. hop on with a bunch of strangers and it just drops you off at school and they go to, like, you know, work or something? No, like, the school shuttle is mainly for school It's a kids. school shuttle. Yeah, but it's not by the school. Like oh. it's just some random person who says, "I have a mini bus, so I'll Shut collect up. students and take them to school." That's how you go to him. jail in the United States. <laughs> you can't do that here. That doesn't exist. Yeah. There's no one that does that. No one's like, "Hey, I've got a mini bus. Um, I'll put, I'll pack twelve kids in there, and I'll take them to school for all you parents who are worried." Absolutely not. That's that would how never, we get to school. That would never happen here. Never fly yeah, ever. That is one. 
at school, like after school, you'll see like 20 minibuses parked outside the school and the students going to their own minibus and going home. Like, And who's the driver? Just a random person it's who's just like, some random man do they get found, paid or no? Yeah, they, our parents pay them. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, dude, absolutely. But some random person that you've just never no seen before. No way. <laughs> you are kidding me. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Oh, that would never happen here in a million yeah. years. My little brother doesn't like it, so now he wants my mom to I take I can't imagine to why. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> it sounds like a nightmare to everyone That's been here. my whole life. Like, from the time I was in kindergarten, I would take a shadow. Because I was in the village and my I went to a private school, so my school was a bit far. My grandparents couldn't take me, so my grandmother found some man with a shadow, and then he would take no, me No, no, no. <laughs> Dude... <laughs> Dude, no way. You guys can't see my face, but literally she's telling me this and my my jaw is on the floor. Like, okay, okay, while we're on that, are there any other big differences between our culture and yours that you've noticed while being here? Like, if you had to sum up America, you're not going to hurt our feelings. But if you had to sum up America and be like, in a year, this is kind of what I saw. Like, Americans love this. Or Americans, yeah, no. What do Americans love? (laughs) Americans love, like material positions okay a lot like and i saw this like over christmas as well do you guys do christmas like crazy you know i would see some videos on tiktok as well the amount of things that parents would get for their kids and like all these things my mom would never like she would not you know and it's been so different compared to like back home you know you guys get everything and so many things and like unnecessary thing I'm like do we have to have this no but Dude, sure that's, that's yeah. our claim to fame we just are full of ourselves yeah and we, just... we love stuff you've <laughs> yeah. never probably seen more storage unit places in your whole life than here it's like... terrible <laughs> it's like we have so much stuff we need more places to store our stuff and pay to store someone to else store to store that. it <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah I think that was the biggest thing compared to like back home back home people are very like simple at least for me and how I grew up mm. in the space that I grew up in, very very simple. We don't need much, you know. We get by with just a little bit. Yeah. So, getting here, it was it was different. It was really really different. Um, I always, it's always funny to see things like like sometimes I'll see prompts on social media of like we had AI draw Americans in from every state. Or, like, we had AI draw people from every country. And, like, it always just shows Americans just being with, like, a box of fries in one hand, a Coke in another, and just their their belly falling out of their shirt and just being just totally gross people. Yeah. Uh, and it always shows us with, like, a truck in the background. Just, like, a big – like, we have big trucks here. I always read comments of people being like, Americans love – trucks like there's just pickup trucks everywhere and i'm like man you know what it, it does look like that i feel like to the rest of the world we just love stuff like it's that. exactly like that and it's so big like and so high i drove my host dad's truck to tennessee when we went for holiday oh my goodness it's so big and so high and i've seen trucks everywhere so many so many i cars. just want you to know that even i parked at home depot the other day i was going in to get something and i pulled in front of like I parked facing another car, yeah, and that car was just a big truck, and I was like, I'm, I drive a Pilot, so it's like decent sized SUV, and I'm like, it was still, it was still just so much larger. I was like, this is absurd. And he wasn't, he didn't, wasn't jacked or lifted or anything. I was like, man. This is unnecessary. <laughs> what are you pulling? Like seventy exactly, goats? Like exactly. you don't need this. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what What else would you say? Like you learned about America? Like learned or like that you like experience where you're here you're like okay americans love stuff they like what other thing like maybe surprised you about being here in like american culture um being in virginia yeah tell me about that are very nice here before we came here we were told that um people are just not nice like the agency that we go through to come here they're like yeah you know people aren't very nice it's not like where you come from like south africans are very very nice people so when I was coming here, I thought people wouldn't be so kind and so nice. 
people here are amazing. Like I've Aww, spoken to ladies at I'm grocery so stores that. everywhere. Yeah, people here are amazing. So nice. So 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 nice. So not every state is that way though. Yeah, that's what I said Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> like if you go to New York, like yeah, pe- like, like the northeast, the north is like people are just like short and quick and abrupt with you. <laughs> like they don't give you the time of day. But if you like went into like a grocery store and you're like hey i'm lost can you show me yeah oh certainly sweetheart let me <laughs> let me walk you over there yeah, right now and you're exactly. like wow people are so we call that southern hospitality mm. that's like a thing that's like in virginia but virginia is like a southern state but there's like really southern states like below us yeah that are like like sweet tea is just like falling out of their face <laughs> like and like they've got like the accent, like they're crazy. <laughs> Does it sound like we have an accent? You do. We do. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that's so lame. I used to struggle hearing people speak when I first got here because the accent was just. And people said they struggled hearing me. I was like, I'm speaking English, and they're like, Yeah, there's an accent. And because I've never had an accent my whole life, everything is normal back home. When I got here, and they're like, you have an accent. I was like, yeah, you have an accent. And you say butter and water. And like, oh, like, yes. Do we sound like that? Yeah. Butter, water. Oh, no. That's so dumb. Yeah, that's what you sound like. Oh, I love that so much, though. It's that's different. incredible. Yeah. Um, what is What is something that you're going to miss about America when you leave? And you can't say the people or the church yeah i was gonna say that <laughs> um, like what's something you're like oh you know what this was a cool thing or i i really enjoyed this while i was here i'm gonna miss this thing or i think the thing i'm gonna miss the most is how like open everyone is yeah mm. i mean i mean that's basically saying the people but like yeah i see what you're doing <laughs> cheating is what you're doing <laughs> yeah but i've got to like broaden my horizons by being here and kind of like open myself up to so much more than I would have when I was back home and like how open people are to stuff I would like say I want to go to the moon and then my host dad would be like yeah I'll build your spaceship like back home it would be a whole different conversation if I had that kind of like ambition or dream so I think what I'll miss the most is just how free and open people are and how it's like okay to literally go after whatever you want wow yeah i think i'm gonna miss that and i'm gonna miss chick-fil-a because had you heard of chick-fil-a or no yeah i had you had yeah but we don't have it back home so definitely gonna miss chick-fil-a a lot <laughs> wow yeah. okay the question that everyone's probably wondering is do you ever plan on coming back do you like will you ever be in do you ever plan on coming to the states again is there like another opportunity for you to come back like tell me about that um right now i don't think so if i were to come back it would be like traveling you know tourists, yeah, like taking visa. a trip yeah or for work i actually liked being here like i love the person that i've become while being here i was so shy back home and like reserved and i literally got out of my box and did so much here so i loved the person that the u.s made me yeah that makes I, sense yeah, yeah yeah so i think i might come back at some point for work you're to you know just to kind of harness that yeah what i was feeling now what i'm feeling now. is there another state that you wish you could go to like if you're like if i came back again like i it stinks because like i'd want to go to virginia and see people but i also really want to go to like california and see Cal- or like i really wanted to go to iowa like <laughs> iowa sucks don't go there there's nothing there <laughs> No, I really want to go to Texas. Like, Texas? Yeah, I'm like so obsessed with Texas. I think it's amazing. Why? Everything. I don't know. I'm also very much into country music. Okay. Yeah, that is not a thing back home. And I know for a fact that like, when I go home and I listen to country music, everybody's going to look at me weird. Did you listen fine. to it there or no? I did, okay. but not too much because, you know, I was just trying to keep it on the down low so I don't look weird. <laughs> but being here... I listened to it a lot, and I got, like, super into it. And Do you listen to K95? Uh, no. Oh, good for you. Yeah, I don't listen to radio. Bless you. <laughs> Why is it that bad? <laughs> because the radio is lame. <laughs> no. But, yeah, I don't listen to radio, so I'm good. Um, yeah, my country Texas is cool. Great. I've been there maybe once or twice. I've been there once for sure, maybe twice. Yeah. It's just different. It's so cool. Yeah. It's big. I heard. I heard it's big. So I really, I would love to go to Texas. I would live there if I were living in the U.S. full time. I think I'd live in Dallas, Texas. Wow. Yeah. 
love it. Not even like Tennessee, like to go see, like, did you go to Nashville? Like country music capital of the no. world? Like, no, you no, didn't even go? No, didn't go to Nashville. Next time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, what advice would you give students? Like, I know you led with the seventh grade girls. Tell me about that. What was it like to lead? Had you ever led middle school girls before? No. Ever. Like, okay, so, tell me about that. <laughs> my experience with because I kind of was like, "Hey, Letty, <laughs> yeah, tossed like you in there." Seventh grade girls, great. Uh, my experience with leading, I led college students. Okay, so peers basically. And yep. It was I don't know easier because sure. you know, we relate. So when you said seventh grade girls, I was like, okay, this is going to be interesting. I was so nervous. Interesting is right. Yeah, I was so nervous. I was so scared when I went there, like my first time. I remember wow. doing motion at some point. Gracie left. I think to go to the bathroom. Or something and you were all alone yeah, i was like okay what do i say to these kids it's so scary <laughs> i'm so scared but i uh, having lisa and bella with me helped a lot because um lisa is a teacher so she has the experience yes and bella is a high school student you know she you know so it helped a lot but it got better with time like the girls were absolutely lovely um, they're amazing. They've they all came to me last night being like, you know this is her last night, right? You know this is her last... I was like, yes, yes, yes. I know, I know. They they love you. Oh, man, I love them How too. cool. Like, I absolutely love them. I love seeing them grow into a community. Like the first time, it was weird. Everybody was kind of just like, I don't know you. You don't know me. But over time... That's right. Yeah, they got to talking on the group as well. Like they'll start sending pictures. Oh, I, got, I did my hair today. I did my nails. Got a haircut. I'm like, okay, I love this. This is well, you. Is that in a group me or is that on like iMessage? Yeah, on iMessage. So it'll still work for you when you leave. Like yeah. you can. Yeah. That's good. I hope so because I want to see the haircuts and everything. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. Man, I can't thank you enough. What you have been doing and how you've been investing in seventh grade girls is going to outlast your time here. Like you, it's like when you in Hollywood, the walk of fame or like where they put like their handprints mm. and stuff in cement. It's like that same thing where you have put your handprint in cement here and it'll dry and be here long after Tuesday when you leave mm. and we'll still get to benefit and see that fruit, right? Student ministry is all about fruit mm. and you're planting it and sometimes you don't get to see it grow and sometimes you have to wait a long time to see it grow. Um, but then when you get those opportunities or those glimpses and you've got such great leaders with Bella and Lisa mm. that you're like, oh, I'll be able to keep up with them or like hear how it's going yeah. or like, you know, they can FaceTime you in on a group. You might be, it might be four in the morning for you, but yeah. like come say hi on like a midweek night and like yeah. FaceTime you and like, how cool. They get to now have a friend in South Africa and a leader who they can text and be like, hey, I know you're on the other side of the world, but I need your advice. Like, yeah. how cool is that? That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's so awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, what advice would you give students um, like if there are things that you could tell them, like being a little older than them, anyone who's listening to this, what would you say to maybe some students that are just, I don't know, going through something or just here listening? What advice would you tell a teenager? I know it's so vague and broad and random, <laughs> but like if you had to tell like a teenager something about why their faith matters or let's talk, let's do prayer since that's what we talked about yeah. last night. What would you tell students about prayer? Why is prayer so important to you? Why should they pray? How how could they benefit from hearing you? Um, you know, last night you preached a message on prayer, and it was something my host dad and I spoke about earlier on this week. Because, like, I texted you on Monday. I lost my uncle. Yes, I'm yeah. really sorry about that. Yeah, it sucks. He was very close. Like, we were very close. So... When you preached a message last night on prayer and talking about how maybe God doesn't always answer the prayers the way we expect him to answer them, right. but doesn't make him any less God, doesn't make him any less good. Um, that was something I definitely needed to hear and mm. something I've been practicing for quite literally most of my life. Um, just because prayers don't get answered the way we expect them to get answered, it doesn't make God any less good or any less God. That's right. He's still... God and that's been my thing it's always my thing like that's one thing I hold on to as well when I go and pray to God I don't pray to him because my circumstances look good or they're great or everything is going well in my life I pray to him because he's God you know and he will always 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 be my God 
you know, not just God sitting in the sky somewhere. He's my God. He's my father. He's my person. And I think of Jesus as like my best friend. And just because things look crazy and times look tough doesn't mean Jesus is not my best friend anymore or he loves me any less or like he's, you know, Mm -hmm. looking at me differently. He's still my person and my best friend. So that's how I approach prayer. That's how I think about prayer. Um, to talk to my best friend, my person, all the time, no matter what it looks like. You know, two things with that. One, you said I talk to him not because necessarily even of my needs or my whatever. I talk to him because he's God. I think that's so good. It reminds me of the thing that I said last night where I said, before me, you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's like, before I have, before I tell you anything, I'm just going to come to you because you are worth coming to mm-hmm. just because of who you are. Like all my needs, all my issues and like problems aside, you are God. Like yep. that's what I was trying to help students see last night with like, you can, you hold the ocean in place. You yeah. hold, you like made sure the earth was tilted this much, not this much. Yeah. And like, we're this close to the sun, not that close. Like you create something as weird as a caterpillar that turns into a butterfly like (laughs) you are god and just because of who you are you are worth spending time with Mm -hmm. that's such a good attitude because i think we can also just go to prayer and be like me 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 here's all my things and it's like we can do that like god can take that but i think it also just changes our heart and our attitude and our approach to prayer when we're like before me you like it's it's always you yeah that makes such a big difference yeah and i think another thing i used to struggle with with prayer i used to talk to my mom about the mom is big on prayer you know so i used to be like why do you pray so much if god is going to end up doing what he wants anyways i think that was my biggest struggle as a new believer and as a teenager like he's going to end up doing what he wants anyways so why is it that you still pray so much and my mom taught me something that kind of stuck with me and she's like when you pray do you think it's for you or it's for god like when we pray to God, God still remains God. But when we pray and we come into his presence, our heart is changed. We are more aligned. We stay in line with his will. You know, we become more and more like Jesus when we pray. So going to God in prayer is more about making my heart to align with God's will. It's more about making my Instead heart. of his lining yeah, with mine. Yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. about me becoming more like Jesus, which is ultimately what, you want. what we want. Yeah, so she's like, if you approach prayer as wanting to twist God's hand, it's not going to work. Prayer is so that you can become more and more like Jesus. And that's kind of what I've held on to for the longest time. Like prayer is about me becoming more like Jesus. And it's true. It's so true. It works. It works that way. And if you look at it from that perspective, it changes so, so, so much about just prayer and about who we are as people. That's really strong. Yeah. Man, your mom is wise. She's she a good mom. She's a good mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> Hi, mama. We we love Letty. <laughs> Thank you for letting us have her for the past year. She's amazing. And if she's anything, I mean, what we love so much about her is probably so much of who you are and who you've made her to be. So, mom, I'm giving you a hug. Uh, she'll tell you I'm giving you a hug right now I'm truly I'm hugging myself right now but it's symbolically hugging you mom so thank you so much for lending Letty to us for the past year you said another thing where you were like I'm just talking to like my best friend I read a book I meant to share about it last night I shared the one book Dangerous Prayers but Mm -hmm. the other book is called Two Chairs and it's talking about how the author has a a room in his house um, where he has two chairs set up and he sits in one and it's as if God's sitting in the other. Mm-hmm. And so during his prayer time, he literally is just talking as he, you know, he'll sit there, have his leg crossed or drink his coffee and talk to God as if he's just sitting in that chair, yeah. as if he's talking to a friend. Yeah. And that is such a beautiful picture of prayer can be a lot of things. You can like lay on your face. You can pray while you're mm-hmm. driving. You can pray in the shower. You can pray you know, swimming in the ocean, um, especially if there's a shark, maybe start praying then. But you can also pray like with your eyes open, sitting and talking to God in this chair and like have a conversation Mm -hmm. and talk out instead of it just, sometimes some of my prayers aren't just like, dear Jesus, I thank you for like, I'll just like, I'll just be like, hey God, I really need you right now. And I'm I'm feeling distant from you or, hey, I really could use your help today. God, I need patience today. Would you just give me mm-hmm. just an 
outpouring of patience on my life today, I, I'm feeling kind of impatient and short with people. Mm. And that's exactly how I would talk to anyone. And I think when you are able to let your guard down and just be that comfortable with God, yeah. you are, you are, you, you realize that you're like, I am talking to someone who I know so well, mm. who knows me so well and like knows, I don't, I don't know who this kind of kind, this kind of conversation is normal for us and it's not informal. It's very yeah. comfortable. Yeah. I, it's kind of like sometimes too, in my mind where I tell students they can like write in their Bible or they can underline or highlight. And they're like, am I allowed to do that? I'm like, yeah, God, this is your book. If it yeah. helps you understand him better, do it. it. He's not yeah. up there being like, uh, 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 don't write in that book. Are you kidding me? Like, absolutely not. And I feel like sometimes you can approach prayer being like, thy, thou, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> whatever. But you can also talk, you can also like bring it down in, in formality and seriousness mm. and just have a conversation with your best friend. And it sounds like that's, like, you're just so good at that. That is my, you know, if there's one thing that's my favorite about God, I mean, there's so many things to love about God, but my favorite character trait is that he is my friend. You know, in the Bible, he says, I'm a friend of God. Like, he's my friend. I love that, like, the sweetness of having a friendship with Jesus. And like you were saying, <coughs> I just sit and start unpacking. I'm someone who likes to dive in. And my friends say I'm too deep. Like, I like to unpack feelings. Like, why are you feeling like that? Let's unpack why you're feeling like that. That's exactly how I am. So having Jesus to do that with me is so amazing. It's so sweet. It's so nice. I cry all the time when I'm sitting and talking to Jesus because it's the one place where I can fully and truly be myself. And he's the one person who won't judge me or look away or turn away. And I can just sit there and tell him, you know, sometimes I'm afraid to tell my friends certain things because I'm like, they're going to look at me like I'm weird. Or I've been talking about this for three weeks. Like it's about time I wrap it up. With Jesus, there's nothing like that. You know, I can talk about something for five weeks, a month, six months, and he will sit and listen. And I think that's my favorite thing about having a relationship with God. Just being able to sit and be like, okay, God, this is what I'm feeling today. I don't like this. Or this person is making me feel this kind of way. Or... I'm jealous that this person has this and I'm struggling in that area. Like literally talk to God about anything and everything. And that's like my favorite, favorite thing to do with God. Just sit there, unpack like I normally would and just have Jesus. And I know he's there. You know, I just know it. Like the moments where I just felt his warm embrace. I don't even know how to explain it, but... I just feel so warm and feel like Jesus is right there with me. I know he's there. Like, I know God is with me. I know Jesus is with me all the time. So if he's there all the time, why wouldn't I talk to him all the time? You know? And yeah. yeah that's powerful. Yeah. It, it changes. Prayer, I think, changes us at the core. Mm -hmm. Meaning you feel so connected to him. I feel like students, especially this time of year, are being like, all right, I want to start over. I want to start fresh. How do I do that? Prayer is like one of the best ways to do that. Yeah, reading the Bible. Yeah, going to motion yeah. or midweek or church on a Sunday, whatever. But I feel like also prayer, like prayer is like a direct communication link. Mm -hmm. Like you want to know him better, talk to him, like spend time with him. Yeah. Uh, and like you're saying, like, I feel him. I know he's there. Like that doesn't just come from going just to church yeah. or just to this. Like you can have a really, you can take your relationship with the Lord to a new place, a fresh place, an exciting, a deep place mm. when you just sit at his feet. Sometimes some of my prayer times, I don't say a word. I just sit yeah. there. And I'm just like, I don't have words today. And that's enough for you because you know the words that I would say. Mm. You know what I can't say. Yeah. You know what my heart is like longing to explain that I can't put into yeah. words. And for me right now, I just need to sit in your presence and throw my phone in a lake and like, <laughs> let you know that like you have all of me and I need all of you mm. and give me something today. And even if I walk away from that feeling, like I didn't hear anything, I still know that the Lord honors that time yep. and that that time was not wasted mm -hmm. and that um, he might not show up there, but he might show up in some other time mm -hmm. or like be like, Hey, because you did this, you're like tuned in. It's like a radio. When you're close to the station, it comes in super clear. Yeah. But if I'm turned far away, I don't pick up the station I'm wanting to. Yeah. So 
I sometimes even see those times where I don't speak or I don't say the right words or feel like it just was a waste of time is me turning the dial closer to the station because every time I'm closer, I'm picking up the signal Mm -hmm. and then bam, I'm on. I never thought of it like that. That is, yeah, that's such a cool analogy. That's that's sometimes how I look at it. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like this was anything. Or I read my Bible today. God didn't really like give me a verse or like nothing really stood out to me. Okay, that doesn't mean that it was a waste of time. It's like, mm. ha ha, you did it wrong. You <laughs> suck. Like, God's not up there like that. He's like, yeah, just wait. Or like, yeah, mm. that verse is going to come in handy in three days when you go through this. Yeah. But today you it, you didn't need it, but you wouldn't have thought of this verse if you hadn't read it today. That's true. All that, like God works that way. Mm. That's mm. the coolest. Letty, I think our time is wrapping up. Is there, I, I, part of me has kept this going because I just don't want to say bye. The other part of this has been like, this conversation has been so been good. Yeah. Is there anything, parting thoughts that you want to just share with chapel students, with parents, with leaders, with, with anyone who's listening? The, the mic is yours. Oh, wow. Parting thoughts. That is, um, what can I say? I think, I don't know. Um, I'm like so many things that are going through my head right now. And I like want to circle back to what I said earlier on, like you will never, ever regret choosing God and following after God. If, if there's one thing I want to get out into the world, um, it's choose God, like seek God, pursue God, spend the time, you know, put in the effort that it takes to seek God, because I promise it's life changing. Like I've been through so much in my life and you know, God saved me. Like he took me from weird places and I'm sitting here today fully like living for him and wanting to do this life thing for him and with him. So I'm saying this from experience, not because I'm a Christian, not because I go to church and I want people to come to church or like, you know, I'm saying this because I've lived it. You will never, ever, ever regret choosing God and seeking God and pursuing God, running after God with all your heart. And like, go all in. You know, if you're going to do something, might as well do it with your whole heart. Go all in and God honors that. You know, the Bible says he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. That's right. Yeah. And he does that. He honors, he honors, he honors our pursuit. So, yeah, parting thoughts. Seek God. Yeah. Yeah. I want to thank you for being here today. I want to thank you for putting your faith into motion by saying yes to seventh grade girls, (laughs) by saying yes to uh, motion conference, to saying yes to midweek, to saying yes to thrive, to saying yes to the small group you're in. Like you are, you are such a great leader and I'm so jealous of your country for getting you back (laughs) because I wish we could keep you. Because the impact that you're making here will just be something I never forget. And that will, like I said earlier, just outlast you here. Like, it's just amazing. And I'm grateful that you signed up for this opportunity. And I'm I'm so glad that you're leaving here with a positive taste in your mouth of our church, of our country, um, even though it's kind of on fire right now. And I'm just so, I'm so glad that... Um, that our paths have crossed and that you have just become part of our team. Like you're always part of this team. And I'm so, I'm so glad for that. Like I'm, I'm truly, we're changed because of you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. I think everything that I was able to do and be here is because of the kind of people that you are um, as a church, as a community. And thank you so much for that, like for welcoming me with open arms. I didn't feel like a foreigner or a stranger. I felt like, you know, just part of the team. It literally felt like I'd been here for so long. It does feel like you've been here for so long. (laughs) Yeah. So it just goes to show the kind of people that you are as a student team, as a church, as a community. And Thank you so much for having me. We were like, let's get her a picture of everyone tonight and then let's develop it live and then give it to her at the end of the night. And she'll be like, how did I do that? How did they do that? And I was like, let's do it. It'll be awesome. That was so quick. How did that even happen? Oh, we have wizards. Yeah. Wizards. um, Also known as Debbie. Thanks, Debbie. Um, Thanks, Debbie. um, Real quick before you go. why don't you tell everyone how they can keep up with you? What's your podcast? What's your TikTok? What are like ways that students and families, parents, people who have been like, man, I stuck around for 58 minutes to listen to Letty Skatana. 
I how do I keep up with her because I want like I want to keep like seeing how the Lord moves in your life. What how, what are all the handles? What are all the things? Oh yeah, so my Instagram and TikTok handle is Nyeletis Ketana N Y E L E T I S K E T A N A. That is across all platforms and then all one word no underscore yeah no all one okay. word no underscore and i'm also on youtube as well which i'm planning to go back like this year but yeah um and then my podcast is diary entries of a christian girl and that's where i like unpack literally everything that i feel so yeah it's on apple Podcasts, spotify and yeah i think that's pretty much it i'm on tiktok and instagram and youtube and podcast yeah great I will put the links to that in the description of this um, of this episode, so that you can click those and not have to like memorize that, um, <laughs> and then that'll just be a lot. Um, Letty, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Thanks for making time. I know you've got a trillion things happening in the next six days, and we're just honored you'd be here, and we're blessed by you truly. Um, Guys, this is episode one, season two of the Chapel Students Pod. We're coming back next month for uh, a a message on Motion Night on relationships on Valentine's Day. So you're not going to want to miss it. Invite a friend, invite your boyfriend, girlfriend. Like I said, tell them you made reservations at the chapel for 7 p.m. And you got a table and a seat reserved. They'll be there. Trust me, bring them flowers. And they're so in. We love you. We're so excited for all that God's going to do. I don't know how many days it is until Motion Conference, but it's just around the corner. And we've got some information coming out on that real soon. So stay tuned. We love you. I hope you have a great week week a happy happy new year come to our fasting event on the 19th we're going to be fasting from food from the 19th at 12 30 to the 12 30 on the 20th and we're going to wrap up with some prayer and a big group lunch <coughs> so if you've never fasted before this is an awesome opportunity for you to jump into that but we'll see you real soon love you have a great day peace Bye.